Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I am Brianna. And we are doing another Q&A from Twitter by John Hurwitz. Uh, number 15, this one. Number 15, number 15 this year, or is this uh, news altogether. episode number 15? Okay, Yeah, awesome. Cobra Kai news number 15. Uh, I, I've even thought about maybe changing it to incorporate, like, the date or dates that he does these Q and A's. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Well, this is the first one that we've been able to do in even remotely like real time because we're recording this the same night that he did it. Yeah, this is the most timely of the the Q and A's that we have done in the past. Yeah, and like there were some you know that we dropped one in December that was from August, and I think that would have been very confusing to release an episode titled you know August twenty ninth on December twelfth. That's a good point. That's a good point. So I guess uh, unless anybody has any other uh, suggestions, we'll just continue you know having the numbers go up. <laughs> I know. think I think the news because I mean definitely this is the only source of official news that we have so far is mm-hmm. Hurwitz's Twitter, right? Um, I don't think we could consider Hayden's Twitter to be in any way whatsoever news. It's newsworthy. Well, I mean, Hayden would actually have his own titles. You know, we've, we've discussed uh, so, some possible titles, like who the hell gave Hayden the phone? Who, what the fuck is Hayden doing? <laughs> uh, who gave uh, Hayden Twitter access? You know, things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that wouldn't be considered a Cobra Kai news number fill in the blank, you know? No, no, not at all. That's filler episode. <laughs> right. And uh, so today, uh, J- uh, John Hurwitz says that, you know, he uh, they have finished post-production on Cobra Kai season three. Uh, they've even started the writer's room for their new show, Obliterated, which is going to be on TBS. Um, and also they began pre-production on a on, on a new movie, which uh, I, I think later on he mentions that hopefully in the next week or so, you know, th- th- there's going to be some information about that. So I'm uh, looking forward to it because the last one they were a part of was Blockers. Was it? I feel like it was. Wow. Or, or I mean, we can say Cobra Kai season two. You know, if you want to count that as a movie. Well, they've they've been a little busy. Um, so no. you know, it, it, you know, I mean, just a little. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, he was busy, but he was able to fit in a uh, mini Q&A today. So uh, definitely looking forward to seeing what some of these tweets are. Um, and as always, for anybody that is tuning in for the first time, we or John Hurwitz takes to Twitter, says, hey, I got some time. Ask me anything and I'll answer what I can. And uh, we read the the tweets and his responses. So this is your unofficial official news, you know, because it is from John Hurwitz himself. Yes. All right. The only official news source. Right. And, uh, you know, at this point, we're getting towards the end of February. I would imagine, uh, you know, there's going to be some news outlets that are going to be reaching out to them to, you know, get some, um, get some articles written because 
were awesome during the time that we first saw that like EW article, right? With uh, some new pictures. Three days away. That was February 25th. So there we go. Uh, and history repeats itself, so they say. And Hopefully. We Fingers will see. crossed. We will see. Absolutely. All right. So let's uh, kick it off with the uh, the first one here. All right. First question comes from uh, the Cobra Kai Companion podcast at Cobra Kai Pod. I think I know this guy. Yeah. Uh, hi, John. What's the next steps into creating Obliterated? We are a couple weeks into the writer's room and currently writing the first script. Also interviewing department heads and director candidates. Casting should begin in roughly a month. It's been a blast getting another show off the ground. Hashtag obliterated. I'm looking so forward to this show. Me too. And I still don't know if I... I think the last time we talked a little bit about this, I mentioned, you know, I'll probably maybe review it on TV at my brain and... I'm still considering putting it on like as bonus episodes on uh, our feed just because, you know, there's going to be some lull. But then, you know, there's interviews and stuff that I'm sure I'll be doing after, you know, the release of season three has died down. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's still some things to consider. But, you know, if if uh, all the fans of Cobra Kai are going to check out Obliterated, I don't see why we can't throw it on this feed. But again, something to consider because I don't want... To oversaturate, right? That's the reason that we, you know, brought Cobra Kai to Cobra Kai Companion instead of TV in my brain because we didn't want to oversaturate that feed um, because there's a bunch of uh, other shows covered on that podcast with all Cobra Kai content. So, but, you know, we support everything that Counterbalance does and that's why we definitely want to check out Obliterated. Yes. Next question. DJ Lawrence at DJ Lawrence 03. When's the trailer dropping? All right, and this is going to be the last one that we read in regards to the trailer. I know a lot of people are asking. Uh, there's a guy that jumped in my Instagram mentions and tried to tell me an exact date and also when season three was airing. Right. Wow. That was okay, dude. Uh, but anyway, uh, John Herwood says at this time I'm unfortunately not at liberty to announce when the trailer will drop or what our release date will be. But I promise you. It will be worth the wait. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Two things. One, I agree with them. No matter when it is, it will absolutely 125,000% be worth the wait. Two, there is a big difference between not at liberty and I can't tell you. Yes. So. He knows now. Right. I was about to ask you, does that sound like they know? Because. Yes, he knows. Not at liberty to announce, meaning he can't say because he can't say. (laughs) <laughs> yes, he 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 knows, but he is not allowed to right. tell us. Yes, at, at least so. That means every day we're getting a little closer. We just don't know what we're getting closer to. Correct. At least I this, can live with that. This is our interpretation to throwing it out. We are we're not even insiders, folks. You know, this is just our interpretations of his words. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> and and after covering you know their show for two seasons. They're very deliberate with their choice of words. Yes. Yes. And not at liberty does have a very, very specific meaning anyway. That's like NDA stuff. I I, I agree. Uh, next question from our friend Mike P at Mike P4DC. And he asks a legitimate question. Wow. Um, besides Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, what are your favorite roles played by Machio, Zapka, and Cove? 
Formaggio, The Deuce, and The Outsiders. Zapka, Just One of the Guys, and Back to School. And Martin Cove, Ramble First Blood Part 2. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I have to agree on Ralph. Okay. Um, I hated Officer Haddix for the first two seasons, but you're kind of supposed to. By the end, I cried as much for Haddix as I did for... Uh, Vinny and every everyone else, you know, you just you just do. Um, you completely fall in love with every single one of them. They're all trash humans, but it's the porn industry in New York in the sixties, seventies, and eighties. Of course, they're all trash humans. Okay. Um, the Outsiders, no contest. Johnny Cade, that wins everything. I've never seen just one of the guys. I like Back to School. My favorite William Zabka character, aside from Johnny is Scotty McCall on The Equalizer. Oh, yeah. That's a TV show. Yeah, I absolutely adore Scott McCall. Um, he is as exact opposite of Johnny as he could possibly be. He's this goody, two-shoes, idealistic, like, there's a halo in his hair. I love him. And for Martin Cove, Rambo was good, but I liked Demon Cagney and Lacey, too. A whole lot. Um, okay, so I guess for me, and, and to name things that haven't yet been named, uh, for Ralph, uh, I love him as, uh, you know, Billy Gambini, right, from My Cousin Vinny. Um, yes. Because it is a little bit different from the, the I haven't seen The Deuce, but at least from The Outsiders. It, 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 it He's nothing like that and nothing like uh, Daniel, obviously. Um, no. For Billy... I I have to admit that I have not seen very much of uh, Billy's work uh, and the stuff back in the eighties. I have not seen in a very long time, so I I, I don't want to throw one out there just to name something. But um, I will say I love him in the little bit that we get of him as Rick in Hot Tub Time Machine. Brilliant um, uh, performance there. And okay. Mar- yeah, Martin Cove, I have not seen the Rambo movies in a, in a really long time. Uh, the last one I saw was the fourth one, I believe. Not this last one, but the one before that, I think, was part four. Uh, I think that was actually called Rambo. So I, I don't remember the ones from the 80s at all. And I didn't watch, you know, Martin Cove on any of those TV shows, but I loved him in, in the little bit that we get in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, current uh, just won an Oscar, right? Yes, but I have not checked the uh, deleted scenes or anything like that because, according to him, he shot more than what we actually saw on screen, which was like two seconds. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. Um. So that's it. I, I yeah, I haven't seen enough of their movies, sadly. Yeah, and 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 for Billy, you know, a, a small shout out for European Vacation, um, which he was very very funny in. And um, he was mostly just a poster on the wall, or I guess a picture in a frame that she carried with her everywhere. He was Audrey's super hot boyfriend that she had to leave behind when she went on vacation. Um, appropriate. And for Ralph, uh, honorable mention for Eugene Martone in Crossroads. Okay. Uh, and th- this is kind of a, a weird uh, shout out here, but I enjoyed the Shoot Fighter review by the Cobra Guys. That stars Billy. The review, not the movie? Yeah. So I listened to their review. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw the movie, but I listened to it. 
So check out the Cobra Guys if you guys have not yet. Yes. Hilarious duo, uh, my favorite Cobra Kai podcast. Uh, next question is uh, Rocom at Rocom. Have we tapped out on old school soundtracks for season three? Any chance of Peter Satira jams or maybe some new covers? We have more 80s music in the tank for season three. It will always be a staple of the show. Hashtag Cobra Kai. That is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's kind of a given, I think, at this point. It's a staple, um, yeah. When you have two characters whose lives and minds are so Im- you know immersed in the 80s, of course, that's going to be the soundtrack of their lives. I don't know that the words Peter Satira and Jam really belong next to each other. Um, he's kind of mm. mellow. Yeah, but 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 jam maybe some of the older Chicago stuff, like twenty five or six to four. But but jams is also just slang for music. Oh yeah, I guess it you could know, be. That's my jam. It it doesn't have to be an actual jam, you know. Yeah, some of the older seventies Chicago stuff I think would qualify. I believe you. Yeah. Which which um. I, I didn't get a chance to make this joke, you know, my, my dad joke during, you know, in, in our little group message here. But um, yesterday I screenshotted you that I was listening to uh, to Rat, you know, an entire playlist of rap music. And um, I wanted to make the joke that, well, you, you what did you say? Something about a rabbit hole and 80s music or something? Yeah, I said the whole 80s rock rabbit hole. Yeah. And I wanted to say, you mean rat bit hole? Am I right? But didn't get a chance to make it. That's how busy I was. You can't turn a show quote into a dad joke. That's just wrong. <laughs> uh, but I rectify what we discussed in our this or that episode. You didn't answer me, though. Did you recognize Round and Round as soon as you heard it? it not as soon as I heard it, but when it got to the chorus. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll give you that. Okay. Okay. But that was it. Um, I must admit that there was a, another rat song that I actually liked better than Round and Round. Oh, yeah, that was just, I mean, that was their biggest, like, most popular one, which makes it, by almost definition, not their best. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't have to pull up the title. I, I forgot what it was anyway. Uh, but we will continue. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I mentioned the This or That episode. For anybody that hasn't listened, go back and check it out. We We had a lot of fun. We heard a lot of feedback from it. Uh, and we even had one request to do another one like soon. Um, to, uh, so I, I'm assuming they really had a good time listening to it. It was it was tremendous fun. Very fun. I forgot that it was over two hours long. I, I managed to cut out about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we had 15 minutes of you and me just babbling at each other nonsensically and off mic. Y- you know what? Uh, there was very few actual content that was re- removed. Um, I think a lot of it was uh, dead air. <laughs> yeah, we did have some of that. You had so yeah, we had yeah. some some pauses while we tried to figure things a out. Lots of pauses, yes, yeah. So yeah. I, I think that was, but I don't think it was uh, exactly fifteen minutes worth of pauses, but a lot of it was that. And there's no shame in taking those out. Oh no, not at all. I mean, it's for pacing. I don't want anybody to get bored listening to to our episode of this or that. But it, everyone says it was fun, so uh, yes. do check that out. Next question from Amy Suzanne at Sabrina Obscura, personer who around here needs no introduction. So tell us, who is in the obliterated writer's room? Anybody we know? New blood? Veteran writers? Spill. <laughs> we have a mix of veteran writers and new faces from Cobra Kai, 
Joe Purelli. Uh, I I really need to figure out how to pronounce that, but I do recognize that name. Um, Luan Thomas, Bob Dearden, and Matea Green have joined the team. Eight days in, and we're already impressed by the talent and versatility of this group. Hashtag obliterated, hashtag Cobra Kai. So, yeah, I, I recognize four of those names. I love that Wait, Matea... Wait, that is four people. One, two, Yeah, that is, that is four three. people. You recognize I, I re- them all. Do, do Bob... Wait, Bob Dearden. That's... Is that Bob? I mean, well, you're talking about Bob the punching dummy or Bob the, the PA that we met in Atlanta? This, this is probably a different Bob, right? We don't know. I don't, I, yeah, we don't know. We, <laughs> we, we don't, don't know. know. We might recognize Bob, but definitely we three definitely of those, recognize the other three. Yeah. <laughs> recognize three of those names. Two of those definitely wrote for Cobra Kai. I don't, did Matea, she hasn't written for season one or two, did she? I don't believe so. Um, no, I, I not I, for one or two, no, but I'm pretty sure they said she was at least involved with the writing staff on season three. Yeah, it is because, you know, we do read who writes, you know, the, each episode. So, yeah, I don't think Bob had written for one season one and two. So possible names to look out for uh, in season three. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. Again, cannot wait mm-hmm. for this show. All right, next question comes from Neil at Jack Bauer 1210. Do you have an idea where season four of Cobra Kai will go now you've finished season three? Season three definitely launches us into a fun and exciting season four. We have tons of ideas. Can't wait to continue that story. Hmm. Fun and exciting. I, I um... I'm kind of feeling like fun is not meaning the same thing to him that it would mean to me. Okay. Um, If the season three finale is supposed to be like epic history making television, which I have no doubt it will be. When I think fun TV, I think totally brainless, like veg out in front of just have a good time, smile the whole time, which maybe it does apply. Because even when it's ripping my heart out, I'm enjoying it. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe baby fun does mean the same thing to him and me. <laughs> it, it might. Or he's just throwing us off because, I mean, this is about season four. Uh, I mean, we're talking about ideas right now. And ideas can be fun, for sure. And, and, and the ideas they have, they may not even use them all. Or what they even are thinking about right now. Right. And I don't think that this tweet in any way supports the... Where the hell it came from, I have no idea theory that season four was filmed at the same time. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. I don't even know where they where anyone could have possibly come up with that. Oh, I, considering, I have an idea. The well, I, CKS, yeah, where, like, like <laughs> physically where it came from. But I mean, like, where in someone's mind they could come up with that. Um Knowing how packed the production schedule was for season three, how do they expect them to have fit a whole nother season in there at the same time? Right. I mean... That just I, doesn't make any sense. No, but certain people, they it doesn't need to make sense, right? A lot of things don't need to make sense for certain people. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay, moving on. Uh, Samir Mustafa Raza, at Samir Imraza. I seen or heard that the chosen character is playing a good guy role. Is this true? And why transform him from a badass dude to a soft touch in the series? All reports about what happens in season three of Cobra Kai are strictly rumors and speculation. We have given zero details about specific storylines or character returning. 
You are in for lots of surprises. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Um, number one, I don't like the way the question was worded. Why transform him from a badass dude to a soft touch? Right, because it kind of implies you can't be both at the same time. There's that. And also there's like the implication that badass is the only way to be. I don't know. Or that you can't be badass unless you're a bad person. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I objected a little bit to the question. I am beyond the moon thrilled with the answer. Guys, listen to him. Listen to what he's saying. It's all made up. It's all bullshit. The Screen Rant article about Chosen coming back is a good guy. It's not true. The list of episode titles that were circulated on Reddit, they're made up. They're not true. Stop falling for this stuff. None of it's true. People are making stuff up, pulling it out of thin air, then uh, 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 pulling it out of their ass, putting it in <laughs> front of you because they know that we're desperate for it and we're eating it up. People, I have, t- I have two words for you. Click bait. Yes. I'm so tired of people taking advantage of our fandom. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. And also, I mean, I have not, I have no source for what I'm about to say, but I feel they have more, you know, their own eyes on the fandom more than most people think. Okay. Yes. So I, I think they are really in tune with the fandom and they see the same things that we all see. So when he says that everything is strictly rumors and speculation, I believe him. Yes, and he has seen, they absolutely walk among us, whether you see them doing it or not. They have seen all of the same things you have. They have read all of the same articles and likely watched all of the same videos that you have. They're in a lot of the same groups you guys are in. Yes, and they're saying none of it's true. We have not said anything to anyone. So all of these people with their anonymous sources talking about this is why this happened and this is what's going to happen. No, not true. Same as MEAW saying last year that, you know, they confirmed to them that Tori's last name was Schwarber. No one confirmed to MEAW that that Tori's last name was Schwarber. No one. Yeah. So stop taking advantage of us and stop letting them take advantage of you, guys, please. Yeah. Just... Hold on for the ride. I know it's hard, but it's yeah. going to be worth it. Uh, next question is Ari Kagan at Ari Kagan. Have you seen the new Cobra Kai Funko Pops revealed yesterday? Could we expect more? I saw those. Excited to see updated Johnny and Daniel Funkos, but just as eager as you to find out if there will be more characters. I certainly hope so. Hashtag Cobra Kai at Original Funko. Um, they look amazing. Uh, it's been shared everywhere, including our group, our Twitter. Amy, right? Did, did, was she the one that uh, shared it in our group first? No, Amy was. Amy was saying that you know the the toy fair was going on, and she expected a uh, an announcement soon, or was hoping for an announcement soon. And literally, as she said that, Jen was like, there "Oh my go. god, here they are!" Um, so shout out to Jen, Jen for yes. the, for the images. Uh, she, yes, she, for Sweet the Leg eighty four. There you go. She she did share those. So uh, very excited. Um, I don't think this is going to come up, so I'll, I'll go ahead and bring it up now. Uh, also, not too long ago, uh, Diamond Comic Distributors uh, released the Karate Kid Tournament Danielson versus Sun Sunny Johnny statue set. Uh, basically, it it looks like they could be bookends. 
Um, the red mats are new, serve as like platforms for each uh, character to stand on. Uh, Daniel is, you know, doing the, the, the crane kick and, and, uh, you know, it, it's the f- infamous shot of them, uh, matching up on the red mats at the, at the tournament. Did GameStop ever, I wonder, um, edit their page so it no longer said Daniel's son? It, yeah, no, it says Daniel's. That's why I read it weird because it does say Daniel's son. Is still there. I told them like seven times that they had that name wrong. They obviously don't care. They don't. These were originally, oh, when was when were they first announced? Like September or October? Um, and they went on sale in November. And they were supposed to be a late November. No, no, no. They went on sale in October for a late November release. They were supposed to be my early Christmas present from my husband. So I ordered these and they were paid for in full by the end of November. Then they weren't here. Then it was they were going to be out by Christmas. They still weren't here. And then it was, oh, they might be out in January. They're still not here. I got a phone call on Wednesday telling me that it had finally arrived at the GameStop store that I ordered it from. Um, I should be able to give you some kind of actual physical description, but that GameStop store is 35 miles away from me, so it's a 70-mile round trip that I haven't made yet. So I own them, but they're way over there still. I can't. I definitely cannot wait to see them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the images that's online. They're more of a rendering uh, on the actual GameStop website. Uh, we're not being paid to talk about this, but they are no. an amazing piece of, um, piece of work. The, the details, you can see the seams in, you know, in both guys' gee, geese. Um, Johnny's patches on his leg look amazing. You can see his clavicle on his chest, uh, his locks, his hair <laughs> looks amazing. His, his golden locks. <laughs> yeah, his um, golden locks. The, the biggest thing to me is the face sculpts are actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There has been thus far, because Icon Heroes um, action figures have not been released yet. We've been waiting for those for a year and a half. Um, There is a dearth of small merchandise that actually looks like them. And I don't understand why that's so hard, to the point that the pop vinyls of them as children actually kind of look more like them than the Nico figures that were supposedly sculpted off their actual faces look like. And back to the topic of the Funkos, my original reaction when I retweeted it the first time sounded horrible to anyone that doesn't listen to the show and didn't hear me talking about that at one point, because my reaction was, oh my God, they don't have wrinkles. Right. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Which sounds terrible. But that was because you and I had talked about how would they age the the Funkos. And I had mentioned that all they did with Han Solo was put the lines under his eyes and then his hair is grayer. Mm-hmm. Johnny and Daniel, they don't have wrinkles. Don't know if Daniel has the gray at the temples because he's got the headband on. So I'm just going to imagine it's there. But the thing that really, really got me and like immediately drew my attention because I have one of the the poster that I made of the season two cast photos, the end of it, they are those. These Funkos are the season two cast photo poses. To they, Their hands are in the exact same position. Their bangs are in the exact same place. The wrinkles on their geese are identical. They took those photos and rendered them in 3D vinyl. Mm. And they're perfect. Mm-hmm. They're per- to, to even have their bangs falling across their headbands in the exact same way, 
just that level of detail. These are some of the probably best pops I have ever seen. And I am so excited. You just can't hide it. No. No. I, I suck at hiding excitement about anything about this show. <laughs> if you ever asked me to, I would fail. Um, I'm going to skip the what's obliterated question. How's that? Yep. Okay. We've talked about it. We have. And if you don't know what obliterated is, well, uh, go check John Hurwitz's feed because he gives a link to it. Or there's a Google machine. Check that too. There is a Google machine. Although if you just put in obliterated, it's probably going to give you a completely different answer. So put obliterated and counterbalance. That works. Yeah. Uh, next question from Dave Prince 37. With Cobra Kai Season 3 imminent, which item of merchandise would you love to see on sale? From Funko Pops of U3 to a special Johnny Lawrence commemorative edition of Coors Banquet. You decide. Would definitely love to see a special Johnny Lawrence commemorative Coors Banquet run. I'm pretty much the only audience for a John Hurwitz Funko. Luckily, a friend of the show made one for me. Wink, wink. I think we know who that is. We do know who that is. She made all three of them and they're beautiful. Shout out to Cobra Kai Mom Mandy. I think, though, he's seriously underestimating the... Mar I mean, I can think of, you know, like 10 or 20 people who would actually buy pops of the three of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Church of Schleildwitz? I'd buy that. Yes, we need decorations for our altars, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. That sounds really creepy. <laughs> yes, it does. Let's move it along. <laughs> Moving along. Okay. Um, oh, uh, this. let's see. I know this person, too. Um, Brianna Davidson at Brianna25. Has Obliterated been cast? Any rough guesstimate on when it will air, fall season 2020 or spring season 2021? Also, how little sleep does the human body need? <laughs> Yeah, great, great question. That's that's me answering there. Uh, yes. Mr. Hurwitz says, Obliterated has not been cast yet, expecting it to air in the spring of 2021, assuming a potential writer strike doesn't derail things. As for sleep, I'm averaging about six and a half hours a night. Hashtag Obliterated with the uh, smiley face emoticon. Um, that's a pretty good average because I probably get less than that. I get less than that. I was expecting that's way that he's doing really good. That's, that's really good. Actually, that, that's that, a good self-care regimen. I think that's a pretty good average for most people, you know, is six and a half hours, you know, to, to still function. Um, now, potential writer strike, does, this, is there some words? This? Is there some news out there that, that this might happen? I, I don't know. Um, I know there was the issue with WGA. And their agents last year, but uh, this is the first I've heard of like a potential strike against the studios. So I don't know. I don't know if this is because of the um, issues with the agents. Maybe the, the WGA has decided to go against the studios directly since the agents are kind of no longer in the picture. Yeah. Or what? But. Yeah. It, it, thinking back on, on, you know, things that have happened, the writer's strike in uh, 2008, I believe it was, completely destroyed the third season of Supernatural. So mm. I really, really hope nothing like that is on the horizon. But I also understand um, I'm a very strong union supporter. So I would never do anything to question it or, you know, oh, my God, you know, give up on your your wages and your benefits and things like that for my benefit. No, I, I completely agree. Uh, matter of fact, I'm part of uh, one of the oldest unions in the country, you know, for the post office. So we've been around for hundreds of years. So I, I completely understand. 
Um, I'll say this and, and we'll move it along. But last night, you know, I took my son to a car show and on the way there, uh, is a local, more of a regional, uh, uh, fast food chain. And my son, you know, asked if we can get some fries or pick up something to eat, whether before or after the show. And I said, sure. And there was actually a, um, one of their union stewards was outside boycotting just basically asking people not to go in there because they are fighting for their wages and et cetera, et cetera. And he asked if I was part of a union, which I did. And we kind of talked a little bit about that. He goes, ah, you, you guys support us. And they go, okay, you know what? We will not eat here. And, uh, and that's it. So, Yeah. I've, I've walked picket lines with teachers unions and things like that before. So if it happens, it happens and I'll support them 110%. Yeah. Um, next question. Mamba mentality at Jonathan Laura. Uh, where will you be shooting your new comedy movie? Hopefully Atlanta, prayer hands. Syracuse, New York this time. But hopefully we'll be back in Atlanta again soon. I assume they're going to be back in Atlanta in August, if nothing else. Uh, if not sooner. I hope. Yeah. Um, next is from Wilf Ansel at Wilf180. The fight scene at the school at the end of season two was awesome. Will any fight scene in season three beat that for action? I hate to rank one fight scene above another, but you can expect a legitimate debate by the end of season three. Hashtag Gober Kai. And boy, don't we love debating things. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> We're still arguing whether or not the damn kick was legal 35 years later. <laughs> thank you. Um, and also, thank you for an idea for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Are we actually going to debate that? Well, um, well, no, no, no. We're going to debate. Uh, I mean, to, to John here, just. Uh, de- debating fights, you know, maybe maybe we do a ranking of the fights in, you know, the first three seasons or something like that. That's uh, pretty interesting. That That's actually a really good idea. Um, I think we've got two contenders that are coming into this debate just based on what he said before. Episode two and ten. Uh, episode two and ten. Yeah. Uh, ten is supposed to be this, you know, huge epic history making thing. And which which Martin Cove also kind of piggybacked on which may be nothing but could be something right and then episode two he said would be something uh would become a you know fans would go nuts for and it was going to become one of the classic uh fights in the franchise sure and again these three men they have a very good pulse on the fandom they themselves are fans of this this uh this, this franchise um, I remember back to prior to season two, John mentioned that there's going to be, um, I don't remember the exact wording, but basically, you know, some catchphrases that, you know, everyone's going to just uh, over news or is going to be part of like the lingo or whatever uh, of, of this, this franchise. But, um, and he never said what they were, but I'm assuming it's probably, you know, hash browns and send it to the internet i'm gonna say are two very possible ones that he was teasing i think it was probably definitely those two okay and they have risen far and above just about everything else yeah so yeah he was right about that he's right about everything the man doesn't lie and he just they they know everything and and what i love and it kind of drives me crazy is that there's still things out there that you know maybe the viewers are kind of coming across or whatever that we're kind of finding for our for our, ourselves you know there, there's like these little easter eggs 
um i and i i don't want to i don't like using that word at least not for what i'm trying the context of what i'm using it for there's still things that have yet to be discovered from the first two seasons that they know about and yet they're not even putting it out there just to put out there you know what i mean like if it was me that ran the show and i know about these little things i'll be like hey cool Maybe once in a while, tweet out something like, hey, did you guys ever catch this kind of thing? Instead, they only talk about it when it's questioned. You know, like somebody from our group, like, hey, um, you know, something about the, 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 you know, like Mike P with the ticket stub, you know, in, in the in the scrapbook of Daniels. You know, yes. so like that never would have been answered if it was if it was never asked. So there's so many, so much more. I feel. Um, where was it that we found out about the the apple and the orange? That was actually what I was thinking, and I think it was one of them that actually told us. Was oh, actually, wait, wasn't it in? Um, I think it was Josh Heald actually in the special features of the DVDs. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, we, which we recorded back in November, and I have yet to edit <laughs> that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another bonus episode I haven't released yet. That's going to be really oh, yeah. dated. But I keep forgetting that we even recorded it. So yeah. So um, you know, for those that have it, you know, it'll be kind of a cool companion thing to to hear us talk about it. But for those that don't have it, it'll be cool for them to even hear about such features that you can't see unless you owned it. Because I don't believe it's even out there in the black webs or dark webs or what, what you know. Pick your expression. Yes, and I, yeah, I I haven't. Well, I haven't been looking either. Yeah. Um. Good. Well. <laughs> um. <laughs> but you know, I would, yeah, I would know where to look, but I actually haven't been in that area of the internet in a lot of years. Sure. So. But yeah, the apple and the orange. That's one of those amazing things. And if you had not bought the DVD, where else would you have heard it? So it's right. it's, it's little things like that. Yeah, which is actually really cool. I love that. It's like the apple and the orange in the toe of our stocking. All right. So uh, next question. Max Long at Max Long 13. Is the Jackie Chan Karate Kid movie connected to Cobra Kai at all? Only a name and some overlapping producers. That movie takes place in a different universe. Also, it should be the Kung Fu Kid, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Actually, right. it, it, it's here, but not there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe that could be part of that whole multiverse thing. Mm. No, there's there's no Mr. Miyagi. It can't be part of it. Right. Okay, so Matthew Betley at Matthew Betley, will there be a season four? I certainly hope so. We've got several more seasons planned. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Uh, at least I, two I more. I certainly hope so, too. Yeah. But that means that we have that freaking abyss after the release where we are all just at YouTube's throats waiting for them to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and not two. Actually. Three, three more, because they said, you know, they have plans up to like season six. Well, yeah, but maybe if they confirm season four, they'll go ahead and say, yeah, five and six, too. Okay. We can always hope, right? We just know Absolutely. that we're going to have to wait for the season four announcement. Yes. That's the worst, worst part among many bad parts. Um, next is Domingo Rubies. I'm saying that wrong. I bet that's Rubius. At Mingo Rubius. As a Karate Kid 2 fan, how should how excited should I be for Season 3 on a scale of 1 to 10? 10. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I would have said 11, but... Right. Maybe Domingo wouldn't have gotten the reference. This made me dance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it made me so excited that I retweeted it with a Kermit flail. 
I mean, <laughs> that's amazing. It just, I am such a huge, huge, huge fan of the second movie. A huge, huge fan of everything. But the second one in particular is like my heart and hearing that I'm going to be like level 10 excited. That makes me happy. Same Z's, same Z's. I, I didn't, that might have, maybe you do use the Kermit flailing. I, I don't, I don't pick up on that, but it, it's funny that you use Kermit. I like to use Elmo. I use Kermit flailing. You use Elmo shrugging. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a perfect time to use it too. Right. It's two completely different emotions. Mm-hmm. You're like feigning ignorance with <laughs> Elmo, and I'm just flailing everywhere like a flailing fangirl, which I may or may not be. Go back and listen to the C2E2 episode that you flailed on, onto the floor <laughs> at one point. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Um, ow. It was very painful, too. Uh, Joe Chianakis at Joe Chianakis. You've said the last part of season three changes everything, and we can't wait. The season three finale, was it planned and outlined from the very beginning of the show, or is it a more recent evolution? Curious how much was planned from the very beginning. Thanks for everything. Schleildwitz. Hey, look, I did it. And that was you not. You did it! We didn't edit that, right? This is. I, just, I wanted to say it because you've been knocking these names out of the park. Chia Nakis? Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't have. Chi. Chianic. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I would have said that, but when you said that, I go, let me try. Shl- shl- <laughs> See? No. <laughs> you can't do it again. Go, you know, okay. John says a lot of the concepts in the season three finale were planned before we even started writing the show, but we didn't know for sure exactly which episode they'd land in. There are also plenty of new ideas that emerge along the way. Hashtag Cobra Kai, which seems to be the case every season. Yes. Yes, and and what I'm what I'm seeing him describe here is um, not comparing my writing to theirs at any level because they are so far over and above whatever I have ever done. But when I write, I don't write in order. I cannot write start to finish. It's the big scenes that pop into my head first, and I write those, and then I write the rest of the story up to and around those scenes, and. Then as you're as you're writing, you know, the exposition and the trans the transition and all of this, you reach a point where you realize, okay, so here's this big, huge scene. Do I have it fall in the middle of the chapter and then give some resolution? Or is this my cliffhanger? And obviously, whatever this is, they decided was going to be their cliffhanger. This is their big hanging on by our fingernails rioting at the end of the season thing. And I love that. Hmm. I just do. Yeah, it's almost kind of like uh, reverse engineering a little bit. I like that. Yeah. Uh, next is Reviews and Brews. At Reviews Brews Pod. Oh my God, they sound like a drunken movie review podcast. If Miyagi was still alive, A, would the show even exist? Or B, how would he be handled in the story? We still would have pursued the show in an awesome alternate universe in which Pat Morita was still alive. But I'm not sure exactly what we would have done with his and Daniel's story. We unfortunately don't live in that universe, so we never put much thought into it. Hashtag Cobra Kai. It would have been a completely different story, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can't. I, I mean, I can't even imagine how it would have played out. Uh, Mike Moore at Mike C W U. 
How about a Harold and Kumar prequel? Ever considered it? We thought of all sorts of Harold and Kumar variations. Even spoke with John Cho as recently as this week about it. We're all hoping to make a fourth movie when the time is right. Hashtag Harold and Kumar. I can get behind that. Absolutely. I mean, I'd love to get behind John Cho. Wait. Uh, let's move along. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, now this one I'm going to completely bork. Aofi Burke at Eva Burke 1. John Hurwitz, what do you look for in a good writer? The most important trait in good writing is that it's engaging. If a reader slash viewer isn't hooked and interested in seeing where the story goes, it doesn't matter how beautiful the wordplay is. Story, drive, voice, and emotional investment are key components to engagement. Hashtag writing. Do what feels right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not very good at writing, and, you know, words are hard for me. But that all sounds great. Uh, I love it. That's character-driven stories and emotionally-driven story. I'm not a big fan of plot-driven stories. Mm-hmm. I want the characters to drive the plot. I don't want the plot to drive the characters because then things get too contrived. Mm-hmm. Like plot events are happening just to make the characters do certain things. I want the characters' actions and reactions to be what makes things happen, if that makes any sense. It does. Words. Yeah. I like <laughs> words. You use them well. Oh, sometimes. Um, so we're going to skip the next question because they deleted it. Please stop doing that. I don't understand the logic behind asking a question and then deleting it as soon as it's answered. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, his answer's still there. Yeah, but, you know, it's a, it's a pretty basic answer. That I believe the question was, are we going to see any characters from the movies? Right. But I don't know who asked it. So, so we're not going to read the answer. Yeah. Um, next is Amy Suzanne at Sabrina Obscura. Hi, Amy. Uh, do you think Johnny and Daniel's paths had crossed in the years between high school and that day in the dealership? For that matter, Johnny couldn't escape Daniel's face, but would Daniel have ever had Johnny forced into his life unwanted for any reason? In our minds, even though they both lived in the San Fernando Valley, they managed not to run into one another. Hashtag Kai. And, you know, that's that's life. You know, Portland isn't that big. It's it's like little Seattle, basically. Um, and there's people that I haven't bumped into for years, you know, that that I, I may run into at like a Blazer game or some other major event. So it's very possible. And, and you know, maybe um, Johnny's just, you know, doing all those those other jobs, you know, in different areas where he doesn't run into Daniel. Yeah, and and two things about this. First of all, I love the whole concept of Johnny just existing in this San Fernando Valley under Daniel's face um, <laughs> on all the billboards because his reaction in the Firebird when he sees the one of the 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 kick, um, he's just like, "Ugh, another one." So he can't escape Daniel. Period. Daniel has been like literally hovering above him all these years. And then they went all these years without ever running into each other. And then all of a sudden, they were both everywhere they looked. And they couldn't turn around without falling over each other. This is true. And yeah, yeah and I, I live in a much smaller town. Like, I mean, I've said this multiple times, like 5,000 people. A friend of mine that I graduated from high school with, who I literally had not seen since high school graduation, I ran into her once at Walmart, like five years ago. And then... 
for the next six, seven months, every time I turned around, there she was. Huh. And I haven't seen her in about two and a half years at this point. But I know she still lives here. Right. It's just our paths were crossing and now they're not. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like a few All-Valley Tournament attendants. 5,000? Yeah. 5,000 people. Very tiny town. Yeah. Uh, Next question. Mike Graff at Mikey Graff. How difficult was it to film the cement truck scene in season two? Were the actors just walking in a pool of gray slip? Filming that scene was definitely a challenge. We enlisted the Fast and Furious engineering team to build a fake inside of a cement truck that spun at various speeds on command. We had very little time to shoot because of our tight schedule, but we got what we needed. Hashtag Cobra Kai. That is fantastic. That's cool. (laughs) I love that the Fast and the Furious engineers built that cement truck, though. Yeah. That's awesome. If I told Mr. Personality, he would love that. Oh, yeah. He 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 really liked the uh, Cars at the Car Show last night. He he did. I mean, you saw how he just kept on running. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm FaceTime living, not, not FaceTime, Facebook living, you know, the, everything. And, you know, I stopped to look at one car and he's running off to hop in another. So, yeah. And you're like, how do you even know what a suspension is? Here's a seven year old who knows what a or eight. Is he seven or eight? Uh, he's almost eight. Um, almost, okay. Although that was uh, for you guys. <laughs> all, yeah. all that talk. Yeah, I, I have appraisers that don't even know what a suspension is. He knows so, because he, he watches all these types of videos and he plays all these games where you can customize your vehicle. So he learns about suspension, you know, uh, putting more money towards that versus like NOS and, and whatever. So he's, Yeah, he, I need know. to hire that child. <laughs> he's just going to come work for me, okay? All right. Okay. Um, next question is from Watch Party at Watch Party 1. What's your new movie about? Did you write it? I expect an announcement of our new movie in the coming weeks. For now, I can tell you that we didn't write it. Young writers who were fans of our work brought us the idea. We flipped for it right away and developed the script with them. Smart, funny, and relevant. Hashtag film. Hmm. Young writers who were fans of our work brought us an idea. Okay, mm-hmm. so at first I was thinking that maybe it's based off of like a previous property of theirs. These are just people that admire them and said, hey, this might be something you like. Yes. Yeah. Someone who, who likes their body of work one way or another pitched them an idea and they picked it up and ran with it. That's amazing. Yeah, they, uh, they probably see like themselves in these, these young writers. I could not love them any more than I do, but then they do things like this, and I do. So, um, again, a deleted question, and this one really makes me mad because I don't think I saw it the first time, and it's a really good answer, but I have no idea what the answer goes with, so we can't do the answer to a question that it just doesn't make any sense. Right. Okay, so once again, the moral is stop deleting your questions, people, please. Yep. All right. So the next question is from uh, Lachlan Morris at MorrisL underscore 16. Will there be the same number of episodes this season as there were the previous two seasons? Season three, again, has 10 episodes, but the average runtime per episode is a bit longer. Um, Since he mentions this, for those that don't know, I I did get to go meet um, John and Hayden down at Sony uh, just a, a few months ago, and they told me that uh, season three is the longest running season thus far. 
They said the same thing last year, that each episode was a little bit longer. I think we got an extra like two minutes per episode. So I'd be interested. I'm, I'm, I'm excited and cautiously optimistic. Maybe we'll get five this time. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, honestly, I don't remember if they even gave me a number, but you know, that was pre-editing. And the other thing is no episode, at least this is kind of what I remember and the impression that I get. No episode is like, all right, this, this episode needs to be 23 minutes. It's edited and what we get is what we get. That's the story that they're trying to tell. Right. And that's the freedom of doing this, the streaming platform. I mean, if they need 32 minutes in an episode to tell that episode's part of the story, they can have it. They're not locked into on network television, the 2142, you know, 30 minute episode, 21 minutes of actual show and nine minutes of commercials. Um, and, and not only that, um, even for uh, streaming sites that are like just straight up 30 minutes, Think of all the, you know, the, the expression killing your darlings, you know, the things that they'd have to cut down or cut out just to make it 30 minutes. You know what right. I mean? So, um, yeah, so that's that's amazing that they have that flexibility. Yes. Yes. I'm happy that they have it. And I, I'm always I mean, anything that they say more or longer or, you know, I'm here for I will. I'm not greedy, but <laughs> give me everything I want. Then that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, next is John Lim at Be Moving Forward. Hi, John. In season two, Daniel says it's been a long time since this dojo had more than one student. Does this mean at one time Mr. Miyagi or Daniel taught a full roster? Love the subtle hints to backstory. Hashtag Cobra Kai. That's amazing. And I, I feel like that line might have been um, brought up in, in our uh, episode review. Yes, it was. But also in our this or that, we also discussed the wheel technique and some of the, the wording and phrasing from uh, Daniel as well, kind of questioning the same thing. So, um, th this is me talking. <laughs> if right. This is not, this is yeah. not Hurwitz's answer. Right. Right. Um, but, but I love that. And, and John Lim, if, uh, if you're on Facebook, why aren't you in our group? Uh, number one, because, you know, we, we read your tweets all the time and they're all great. So again, that's me. And John, if you listen to this, John Lim, uh, I, I invite you to join our group if you want to uh, find a community of like-minded trying to dive in and analyze all this stuff. Also a super, super smart guy and like really digs into the the implications and things like that. And I love it when he does that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. All right. So John Hurwitz, uh, this John, he says... This is the kind of thing we prefer fans to speculate about until it's addressed on the show. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Uh, not the answer I thought he was going to say, but okay. <laughs> this is the stuff um, they like reading in threads and groups and stuff like that. Yeah, but it was definitely dropped there for speculative reasons. We've had, has Daniel trained with Julie? Was Mr. You know, was he talking about Mr. Miyagi and Sato? Was there someone else that we didn't know? Was Daniel training Sam and someone else? It's wide open as to what that means. Absolutely. And that's what makes these discussions uh, very interesting, especially like on a podcast. Um, yes. Because if you're not listening to podcasts or in the right groups with these threads, it's not fun speculating on your own. No, it's not. <laughs> I have a few decades of experience with that. Oh, no. Yeah. It's really not fun. But, you know, you do what you got to do. 
fangirl gonna fangirl doesn't matter if anybody else is doing it. Sure. Um, or fanboy, I guess. Not. To, I don't want to be sexist. <laughs> um, next is Amy Suzanne again. She got three in today at Sabrina Obscura. Outside of your own stuff, any new show wrecks? Uh, FYI, if you haven't seen it yet, High Fidelity is amazing. And I just binged on Becoming a God in Central Florida, and it's so good. Women are kind of killing it right now. I got to watch High Fidelity. I love the movie. Right now, I've been watching McMillions and having my mind blown. Never heard of that show. I've never even heard of it. Is it is it McDonald's making millions or something? Or That was what I thought. <laughs> See, there you go. Maybe that's what it is. If the two of us on this podcast think that, clearly that's what it is. Um, Are they I, <laughs> I am not the least bit up on anything relevant at any given time. I don't watch TV. I watch Cobra Kai, Karate Kid stuff, other movies that certain actors have been in. That's like my whole day. I I have tunnel vision like crazy. I should probably get over that. <laughs> I'm I'm almost in the same boat, but throw back to the future in there, and we're now we're talking. I've just I've fallen into shows that I've ended up so disappointed in, you know. And why put myself in? You know, why get invested in something that if it's on Netflix is going to be canceled after the second season? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it gets super, super invested in something that's really good, and then it goes to crap. Why not just stay with the stuff that I know I enjoy? That's kind of the way I look at it. So I'm not the least bit brave when it comes to um, media, I guess. Mm. Other than My Hero Academia. I watch the hell out of that. I believe you. Yeah. (laughs) You need to watch it. It's so good. Plus, the main characters are Johnny and Daniel. I swear. Anyway. Next question, Doogie Hauser at Matt Hauser, MD. This isn't a Cobra Kai question, but was it ever considered or is it possible we'll ever see a Neil Patrick Harris spinoff from Harold and Kumar? For years, we talked with Neil Patrick Harris about doing a film called NPH uh, that showed that what you've seen in the Harold and Kumar movies is just the tip of the iceberg of his insane secret life. At the time, the studios wasn't ready for it, but... If Neil was interested, we're in. Hashtag Harold and Kumar. I would absolutely watch a feature-length movie about NPH, the character from the Harold and Kumar franchise, because I love him. I mean, I love Neil Patrick Harris, period. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that, and he is amazing in, in that series. Yes, that character based on him. Especially is just... him driving on shrooms. Yes! <laughs> Yes, and magical unicorns and the whole thing. I just, I love it. I would I would watch the hell out of it. Paolo Silva at M4G1C32. Now with three seasons, who surprised you most in the cast? I'd say William Zapka. We had faith that he'd be up to the task or we wouldn't have pursued the show in the first place. But he'd never had the opportunity to portray such a complex, layered, and funny character before and he's blown us away with how he's responded. Hashtag Cobra Kai. And again, see episode three, season two. We haven't seen episode three, season two yet. No, yes, we have. <laughs> Take that part out. My no. brain heard season three, episode two. And I'm like, wait a minute. You had me second guessing myself. What, like, what you, wait. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Um, yeah, I think one of the things that happened to him, first of all, he got typecast as the bad guy. And then he kind of became the pretty boy badass 
And you mean he wasn't that in the Karate Kid? <laughs> no, he absolutely was. But it was like a mold he couldn't get out of. And then once the 80s were over, those roles just dried up. With, you know, they, they weren't making the cheesy martial arts movies anymore. And they weren't making the, you know, high school bully kind of stuff anymore. And I am consistently blown away by how talented Billy is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And if he doesn't get an Emmy before the end of this thing, then the Emmy voters are even dumber than we already think they are. Mm-hmm. Because he absolutely deserves one. Uh, next question. Ninja o Ninja 2. John Hurwitz, will season three be more focused on Daniel or Johnny or both equally? I love Johnny, but my favorite character has always been Daniel. Even through all this, I can't root for Johnny. I would love to get more Daniel this season. I'd say there's an equitable Johnny-Daniel balance this season. Daniel fans will love what we have in store. Hashtag Cobra Kai, hashtag Karate Kid. Hmm. Maybe diving into the past a little bit because he hashtag Karate Kid this time. Well, we definitely are going back to Karate Kid 2, right? Yes. The, With the, Okinawa. At, so at least that's what we hear. Right. So we're delving back into the past franchise. Um, or is it all flashback of things we just didn't see after the events of part two? Or ooh, not? <laughs> that would be that would be interesting. Young Who Daniel. Who would they get to play them? I mean, Owen Stone is doing a fantastic job playing Johnny at like 12, 13, because he looks a hell of a lot like Billy did at that age, based on, you know, photos and things like that, that they used in the Equalizer and, and stuff like that. Um, who do you approach to play Daniel LaRusso at 17 now? Well, I mean, like Owen Stone, we didn't know him from anything else, you know, be uh, until he was cast as young Johnny. So I'm sure... Let's say my my speculation here is correct. I'm sure they got somebody that's like, whoa, where did they get, they get this guy? Because that looks like Ralph from part two. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure who they would cast, but I'm you know I'm sure whoever it is looks like him. Well, he would have to. I mean, <laughs> of course, um, water actu- is wet. I I actually feel sorry in advance for, and, and maybe I shouldn't for, you know, the the kid that gets the role on Broadway. For anyone who gets any role, actually, do I feel sorry for them that they have this huge expectation to live up for, or do I go, oh my god, this is the chance of a lifetime, and this is going to make or break someone's career. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of reminds me of the um, Back to the Future, the musical that just started over in Manchester. Uh, the guy playing Doc and Marty, you know, aren't like exactly looking like, you know, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd, but I could kind of see it. So, so there's that. Right. And there's, I mean, there's nothing that says that the Broadway Johnny has to be the blonde surfer pretty boy or um, they're, they are kind of locked into Daniel LaRusso being played by an Italian. I would hope so. I yeah, I, they're they're kind of locked into that one, um, but I I like that he uses the dash between Johnny and Daniel. Sure. <laughs> uh, kind of implying that he knows what the other one means, and um, Daniel season. I'm just gonna say it. I it, it's a it's a, an ongoing argument between myself and roughly the entire quiver on Tumblr. Daniel season. Take no. that, Daffy. So this is a season with a S-Z-N? 
S Z N. Yeah. Season. Daniel season. Okay. All right. No, it it it's 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 a running gag. It's like the rabbit season, duck season. Right. Right. Okay. Johnny gotcha. season, Daniel season. Right. Right. Looney okay. Tunes. I, I, yes. I know what we're talking about. Wabbit. Yes. Yes. Um. Next is uh, Casey Jones at Hakiki Casey. I apologize if that's Cassie. Uh, why is the Cobra Kai series account silent since 6th of December? No tweet, no Instagram post. Why? I asked this before, but no answer. He says, I'm not really sure. Hopefully they'll perk up one of these days. Hashtag Cobra Kai. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Oh, I think about it all the time. Um, I I noticed that. You know, they they weren't interacting. I just thought they didn't like me anymore. But they used to have the fanfic f- or the, the fan art Friday and things like that. And they've stopped doing that. I think this kind of, for the longest time, we thought that that was, you know, that the official Cobra Kai series Twitter was whichever member of the big three happened to be online at the time because it they tweeted a lot when Hurwitz was online. Mm-hmm. Or when Hayden was online, and you could kind of tell which one was, like, the people that run the Cobra Kai series, there's different people, obviously, and they all have very differing personalities, and you can kind of tell. But I thought that was Hurwitz and Hayden and Josh. I would kind of thought maybe somebody at YouTube had taken over. Yeah, no idea. But he does say hopefully they'll perk up one of these days. Maybe that's a clue that in the next few days... We might get a tweet from them. I don't know. It, well, that's what happened last year, but they hadn't completely disengaged from us at this point last year either. Yeah. Eh. Anyway. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Next question. Bloodsport689 at Aquaman329. Daniel mentioned to Robbie that the Devils were playing the Islanders back on the East Coast when they were in the forest. Ralph is an Islanders fan in real life because he's from Long Island, but in the Karate Kid universe, Daniel is from Newark. So is Daniel a Devils or Islanders fan? I believe Daniel is a Devils fan, but Ralph Macchio may disagree. Smiley face emoticon, hashtag Cobra Kai. I am going to defer to the fact that Daniel was going to go find Wi-Fi signal so he could watch an Islanders game um, to say that Daniel is an Islanders fan. I, you know, I'll take your word on it. I don't know hockey. I don't know hockey either. I just know that Ralph is a huge freaking Islanders fan. And you know Ralph and Daniel. Yes. Same person. (laughs) Same person. Absolutely. I mean, are they? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, not at all. And uh, let's see, Perigee at OrangeBlazer28. John Hurwitz, how hard has it been to keep secret appearances on the show from leaking out to media or fans? Hashtag Cobra Kai. It's definitely tough. Lots of coordination by our production team. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I have seen a deal made, again, with the wording, but it depends on which word you put the emphasis on in the question. Is it secret appearances or is it just keeping secret any appearances? Because if you put the emphasis on the secret part, then by answering, he's kind of implying that there are secret appearances in season three. Well, uh, let's see. Season one, I think the secret appearance was Lucille. Excuse me. It was Crease. Well, I mean, but he becomes that's that's a lead in to him being a character, though. 
Right, but still nobody knew. I mean, okay. it wasn't right. it wasn't on his IMDb. That's, it wasn't there were no rumors about him having been on set. Nothing, and okay. the same with Lucille. They did. They right. did the same with Randy. Very. Uh, that's fair. I, I guess you know, with the knowledge of season two, that's a little bit different. But yeah, that that was quite a a big surprise. But obviously, for me, uh, I guess uh, I wasn't expecting Crease either. Okay, so th- those two, right? Um, right. And then I guess to see Lucille come back for season two, but obviously the cobra, uh, the OG Cobras. That's that's it, right for season two. I think that's it. Yeah, and yeah. with that one, we actually had those those three. Um, Tony maybe slipped up a little bit with the photo of the car in Atlanta that he posted. Um, and then he was like, oh, I'm just visiting friends. But Ron especially was like actively disinformationing us. Right. In advance of season two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said uh, the second interview uh, that he came back for, he said that during the first interview, he happened to be like holding the script, like as we were talking. <laughs> and obviously, he couldn't say anything. So Right, right. So it, it's, I, I think it goes without saying that there are going to be appearances by some people, characters, whatever, that we don't know. In season three, whether or not that's anybody from the movies, we also don't know and we can't say. Right. Um, and honestly, I mean, yeah, there have been some people that are out running around social media talking all about how they've got this huge role in season three. And that's fine. And if that turns out to be, that's great. I didn't necessarily want to know that. But uh, good for you. Congratulations. Looking forward to meeting you. But how many other characters are there that we just don't know are going to be there until they show up on screen in front of us? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it's just he's saying just in general that it's it's kind of hard for them to keep this all under wraps. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But uh, I mean, to, to what you were saying about like the emphasis on which word, I, I think he really means just to, to keep secret appearances. I don't think he means appearances right, in general. Right, not, yeah. not that there's any secret right. appearances, you know, like, uh, there may or may not be. He would never confirm or deny that. Right. It, he's he's too smart about what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, from In, at Real Night Monkey. Hi, John. How will season three finale compare to season two's finale in terms of the feels? Hashtag Gobra Guy. Lots of feels again, but very different feels. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Um, Brianna, I, I don't know if this was the same for you, but I had all the feels in yeah, season two. Yeah, it's like, what? how different? So, what, what, what other different feels left. are there? <laughs> there are none left. I laughed, there was... I cried, I had my nuts kicked. What other well, feels? I didn't have that. You, you, um, you had your nuts kicked. No, because I don't have those. <laughs> You're a metaphoric um, nuts. My metaphorical nuts, okay. Um... Gut punch, um, throat punch, uh, crane kick to the happy, face. Uh, yeah, crane kick to the face. Um, happy, sad, devastated, gutted, um, mostly tending, of course, toward the negative side of this. But there were moments in the finale where I was, no, there weren't. There were no moments in No Mercy when I was actually happy. Because everybody was so was just screwing up so badly. I mean, may- maybe the 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 little moments with like Johnny and Robbie in the car in front of the school, and then Sam and Daniel. 
Those were maybe kind of nice, maybe a little well, tender. Well, they were they were cute, but they still had this shadow hanging over them. Of, oh, sure. Of you know, uh, Daniel and Robbie and and Johnny and Miguel and uh, I got it, one. It, Bert, Bert and Nathaniel. Those were some good times. Okay, Bert and Nathaniel probably are the only two people in the entire finale that made me smile because they are so ridiculously adorable. <laughs> But I was just like mad, livid, angry. What the hell are you doing? Why aren't you doing your job? Um, uh, why are you being a douchebag? Um, I want the Daniel LaRusso I know to come back. Um, it, just all of this, right? So is he saying we're going to feel the opposite of that? No, I, I don't think it's the uh, opposite. Maybe it's different feels for different people. Or maybe the same people and we're feeling differently about them. Maybe we're looking at the season three finale completely wrong. Maybe it's a kind of a a nice one. We're all expecting to be so completely gut-wrenchingly devastated at the end of season three, and not without reason, thank you. But maybe it's the opposite. Maybe season three actually ends with hope. And uh, perhaps that's the, the tease of the, the season four with their fun ideas and stuff like that. You know, to continue that story that we get to see at the end of season three. Instead of Daniel and Johnny uh, fighting each other, do we get to see them fighting back to back? I don't know. Oh, my God. That would make me so happy. I know. (laughs) Just going to have to wait and see. That is all I want. That is all I want. I want them fighting back to back at some point. I don't care who or why or what. That's all I want. Okay. Now I went and got myself all excited about nothing. Damn it. (laughs) (sighs) Last question from Nathan Perez at PerezNathan81. Speaking of Neil and how I met your mother, he was a huge Johnny Lawrence fan. Would y'all ever consider him for a guest character for Cobra Kai? Neil Patrick Harris is one of the most talented human beings on the planet. I'd work with him on anything at any time. Hashtag NPH, hashtag Cobra Kai, hashtag Harold and Kumar. Uh, and I agree with that. And I think we've spoken plenty about New Patrick Harris. Um, for those that don't know what we were talking about with uh, him being on shrooms and driving uh, in Harold and Kumar, I'm sure you can YouTube the that scene. It's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. They they do um, the physical acting the high- and, and all that. Yeah. 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 And there's so many of the like HQ movie clips and stuff like that um, that are the big scenes from. Right. Yeah. Uh, certain movies and stuff. There's a ton of them there for all three Karate Kid movies sure. and stuff like that. I wonder who, I mean, he couldn't play Barney, obviously, because that would not only destroy the fourth wall, it would destroy the fifth, sixth, and seventh while it was at it to have Barney Stinson show up on Cobra Kai where Johnny and <laughs> Johnny and Daniel are real and it's not, shut up, Ralph Macchio. Could he um, uh, be related to Stingray? I'm sorry, Raymond. I was actually just thinking I would love him in like a Stingray kind of role where he's just this huge Johnny fanboy or uh, play against type and have him come on and play, you know, like uh, Daniel's misery uh, level fan from all the way back at the All Valley. Yeah, definitely some ideas there. Like worshiping the local hero kind of thing. Yeah. That would be actually interesting. <laughs> oh, I'm sure any, any way they Anything, write it, he yeah. will bring it. Anything that Neil Patrick Harris did would be fascinating. Uh-huh. 
that was the last question. That and that was, was six question. hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in for as long as you did. Uh, this We thought this was going to be a short one, but, you know, there was definitely some uh, nice little nuggets there for sure. Uh, and when I thought this was going to be a short recording, I hadn't even seen all the tweets yet. That That is usually the case for these recordings. Um, I try to catch up, but then usually it happens while I'm at work and I'm busy and then I kind of lose my spot and, and I, I'm unable to catch up until the actual recording. So there was definitely some, some nice things, as little as they were, to have been mentioned here on, in this episode. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it wasn't as long as the one that they did right before New or the one that he did right before New Year's. Right. But um, one of the longer ones we've gotten. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. This is pretty meaty uh, in terms of a Q&A. So I'm glad there's only one and we're also doing this in a timely manner. Now, hopefully it just doesn't take me like two weeks to edit it. <laughs> I, w- I would hope not. Yeah. You're going to have a lot that you can take out. I mean, you've got about 10 minutes of you trying to pronounce something. But believe you me, that's going to be a stinger. Okay. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't done one of those in a while and I think those are worthy of, of one. That one. That one was definitely worth it. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, again, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I know we have, uh, some listeners that really do enjoy these Q and A episodes. And this is actually one of the, the more popular episodes that we do that are, you know, that, that are done in the off season, excluding interviews because those are their own thing. Uh, but you know, people want some of the latest news. And so, uh, we, we try to bring them to you. And also, um, again, if you're kind of newly discovering us, anytime there's something worthy of an episode, we're going to do it. So if you go back to like season two, we talked about that EW article. Uh, we talked about, you know, other articles and, and other news that, that, that comes out. So if you don't, aren't, if you're not savvy and you're not on the internet as much, we've looked for that stuff and then we discuss them here. The trailers, we break them down, see my scene and give our thoughts and, and things and like that. And are completely wrong about everything. But hey, that's what happens, you know. So we're we're like YouTubers, except for it's all audio, and our episodes are longer. So yes, we discuss more. Yes, and um, I, I can say that there is going to be a video going up onto the YouTube channel. I would say within the next two weeks. I don't know which of the two it's going to be. I've got two in like production, I guess you would say that I'm doing. Um, definitely going to do Daniel sooner rather than later, just because I think that we need to get some character analysis out there before season three comes along and makes it all completely wrong. And then I want to do one for Johnny and Daniel and their relationship dynamics. But before that one can happen, we really need to have a Johnny. And it would be nice to have a Mr. Miyagi to counter Crease. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very good ideas. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but we do have a YouTube channel. There is, there is, you know, video content and things up there. Oh, and I need to, there's still a video of yours that I need to get up there um, of your unboxing. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that one. Yeah, so did I, obviously. See, I mean, it's the two of us that's doing a lot of these behind the scenes stuff. And we all have our day jobs. We both have our own families to tend to as well. So we, we get to them when we can get to them. And, uh, you know, you mentioned our YouTube channel. Uh, we also have the, the amazing group page, which I don't usually pimp out anymore, uh, just because I kind of forget. And I figured if anybody's looking, they'll, they'll find what they're looking for. But if you want to join our group specifically, uh, we do have a great group of like, like-minded people, uh, content creators of all sorts. 
uh, other podcasters, you know, like other groups, uh, a good chunk of the cast is also in there. But yeah, it's a really long group name. You can find it in the show notes or just type in companion, like Cobra Kai Companion. I'm sure it'll pop up. The, the, the one search that I know it definitely pops up for is www Cobra. It okay. does come up for that. There you so go. if you search for that, you'll definitely find it. Sounds good. So, Brianna, where can people find you and follow you uh, to look for such content? I am Brianna25 on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Archive of Our Own, and fanfiction.net. All right, Dan. For me, you can find me on Instagram at Twitter. Well, hold on. They're, they're separate. Uh, I, I'm thinking of my other podcast, Postalgic. Now I'm on auto mode. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> on Twitter, you can find me at Cobra Kai Pod, Cobra Kai Podcast on Instagram. So uh, thanks as always for supporting our little show that could. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com. The Church of Schlielwitz. <laughs> Hold on, let me say that again. The Church of Schl- what? what? Schlielwitz. Oh, okay. I th- okay. I thought you were trying to tell me the shish, but I wasn't sure if you were trying to no, correct no, me. No, no, no. So let me say that again. The Church of Schl- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> did, did I come up with the word? Um, okay. It's easier to spell than say. The yes. Church of... Okay. The Church of Schl- <laughs> <laughs> The Church of Schliel. <laughs> Let's see if I drank all my drink. Okay, okay. I'm sending right. positive vibes your way. Okay. The Church of Schliel. Schlieldwitz. Schlield. Schlieldwitz. Schlieldwitz. I should have practiced saying it before I came out with the damn thing. It just looks better if it's spelled that way. All right. It does. All right. The Church of Schlieldwitz. <laughs> Did that sound anything close? It, it was really close up until the end. You're kind of turning okay. the wits into a wix. Right. The Church of The Church of Schlieldwitz. Yay! Now say it without the question mark. <laughs> okay. The Church of Schlield, uh, the oh. Church of Schlieldwitz, Schlield, 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 Schlieldwitz, Schlieldwitz, Schlieldwitz. <laughs>